You are listening to Jai Long, and this is Make Your Break, episode 156. Hey, I know so many people listen to this podcast that's a parent and a creative entrepreneur, and I know sometimes we can feel alone and we can feel like nobody else is doing this same journey, you know, that we are doing and we need some hacks and we need some tips and we need some tricks and we need to see some BTS of how other people are able to manage a full-time job and be a full-time parent. So today I'm going to break down and give you a few different tips with Lele. So Lele is joining me on the show today. She's actually just popped into my studio. She is an OG from the business map. She joined on day one and she's been there ever since. And she is really hitting massive milestones. You should actually go over and and check out her Instagram and her website as well. Like I just marvel at everything she's doing. Her work is so incredible. And you wouldn't even know that this is her first full-time season that she's actually fully booked out and shooting dream clients. Now, I'm so mind blown when I see people that have just started their business like this and then they're able to scale up and build something so beautiful, something they're so proud of and show the world and be on my podcast right now. You know, so someone just like Lele, but also she has two young children under the age of three years old as well. So not only did she just quit her full-time job, and became her own boss and created this lifestyle business, but she's also a full-time parent. Many of us, we sort of want to know, you know, we want to know how do other parents do it? And I don't have the experience and knowledge to tell you because, hey, I'm only a fur baby parent. I don't actually have kids of my own. So I want to make sure that you definitely get some, some inspiration, some practical advice and things to think about on this subject. I also want to say I'm going to get more people on this subject to join the podcast this year. I've already lined up a couple of other amazing entrepreneurs that are also juggling their entrepreneurship and their parenthood as well. One thing I want to say is it's so important for us to balance everything in our life. So everything is we are working at the highest performance or the highest level, right? So we can't just go all in on our business and expect the rest of our life to be amazing because if your relationships are not going as good as they should be or if you're not being the best parent that you could be or if you're not looking after your physical health or your mental health or you're not looking after your business, it's going to be really hard for the other things to flourish as well. And so when I talk about, you know, going to the next level of self, growing and evolving, it's not just in your business. You know, I talk a lot about business in my, on my podcast, but of course it's about every aspect of your life. And when I talk about unrealistic goals and going after crazy big dreams, man, I'm talking about those things across the board, you know? So I want you to be the best parent you can be. I want you to be the best entrepreneur you can be. I want you to be the best photographer you can be, the best designer, the best artist. I want you to do those things. I want you to have the best relationships. I want you to have friends. I want you to, you know, be in love, like do all these things because If you look after all these elements and they all come together, you're looking after yourself, your body, your mind, your spirit, all these things, you're going to perform better at work. You're going to have a better career. You're going to feel more fulfilled and everything else follows. It's insanely important because I know most of us, we spend most of our time on what we love the most. And a lot of the times it can be our business, but really after a while we can feel uh, overworked, we can feel overwhelmed and we can feel burnt out. We can feel like we're, you know, falling behind or we're not where we're supposed to be and all these things. But I want you to remember that you are where you're supposed to be right now. Everybody is. This is 
the way that the journey works and you are going towards your destination. And so whatever's happened in the past, you don't need to feel bad for it. You don't need to have any regrets or you should have you know, done something sooner. Today is the day that you need to make a change to make sure that everything in your business is in line with how you want to live your best life. It's insanely important. And I want to keep saying it as well so you remember. But again, today we're talking to Lele. She's given us four big tips that have helped her in a creative business and become the best parent she can be in the time that's, you know, the times that we are in. And I want you to think about this in perspective. She started working with me two years ago. Two years ago, the pandemic hit. Two years ago, she had her first baby. Two years ago, she quit her job. Two years ago, she started her business. And we've had so many unforeseen things happen ever since. So it has been a whirlwind for someone like Lele that started her business in a time like today. But she's thriving. She's doing it. She's showing up. And that has to inspire you. It really does. So let's dive in and uh, chat to Lele. Okay, welcome back to the show. I'm here with Lele today. She's actually dropped into my studio. Lele is a wedding photographer based here in Melbourne. She's actually one of the OGs that came to the business map, uh, what, almost two years ago when we first started. And uh, I've seen her business grow leaps and bounds, and I've been wanting to get her on the show for a long time. Now, one thing is a lot of people write in and they ask about being an entrepreneur, a creative entrepreneur, and being a parent at the same time and how that looks together as well as separately and how we sort of navigate these things. Now, obviously, I don't have kids myself, so I'm going to bring a few people on this year that are right now actively are a parent and they're a creative entrepreneur and they're building their business and how that works for them. And hopefully we get a few good tips here so we can all implement stuff into our life to make sure that both are equally as important and uh, we're living our best lives, basically. So... We're going to go over four different hacks today to really think about in your business journey and things that you can do. And I know you probably have a few hacks as well, and you can always DM us if you've got something that you want to share. But otherwise, hey, Lele, how are you? I'm well, thanks, Jai. Thanks for having me. Welcome to the show, finally. Yes. Could you introduce yourself and who you are, where you are, what you're doing at the moment? My name's Lele Clavey and I'm a wedding and editorial photographer based in Melbourne, Australia. I launched my business two years ago and yeah, have been excited about growing and shooting the amazing weddings that I am shooting now. It's really cool to see because you launched your business two years ago, but it's sort of, it's grown so quickly and it feels like your business is really established. It doesn't feel like you've just started it or, you know, you've only just launched. It feels like you've been around for a long time. And I know you've been getting a lot of momentum with your business as well. Do you feel pretty proud of like where you're at right now and the growth that you've had? Yeah, really. I'm really proud of where I am at the moment and where I'm heading to. Definitely. I treated it like a successful business from the get-go using, you know, your advice of not, yeah, not being small, just pretend I'm big and then I guess fake it till you make it and investing in things that would make me proud and like my branding and website and mm-hmm. setting myself up to be where I wanted to be before 
potentially I was even there. So now, yeah. So now everything's growing into what you've built basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so cool. So you said you launched a business two years ago and I know that you have two children right now. So one is two and a half years old and one's five months old. So tell me about that because not many people with a new family will want to quit their job and go full-time working for themselves because a lot of times we get scared because we feel like now we have more obligations, we've got more bills, we've got more responsibility and it's harder to navigate and stuff. But tell me, why did you decide that this was the perfect time for you to build a business? Yeah, I think if I didn't have children, I wouldn't have quit my job and done this. I would have been the other side. I would have been scared to take the time off to really consider, oh, what do I want to do? But having, having my first child, Harrison, he, it really made me think, okay, this is my opportunity to make something of myself, to make my own thing. And I don't want to work nine to five and not be able to spend time with my kids. Why don't I create a life that I can create the lifestyle that I want around them and also do make something that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Would you consider like a wedding photography business more of a lifestyle business? Yeah. You still have obviously your couples and things that you need to be there for, but you can dictate when, when you want to be working and yeah, it is creating, creating the lifestyle that I want and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cause I think like with a nine to five, you kind of really stuck into when you have to work but like your lifestyle business really means you could spend your weekends on Monday and Tuesday if you wanted to, and you can sort of change things up and be wherever, do whatever, and you can sort of control what you're going to be actually doing, which is, I believe, would be great if you're a parent. Yeah. And and even just creating, it's like we want to go on holidays. Okay, let me base a wedding season in Europe, you know, in a few years' time, and we can make that a family holiday as well as my working mm. season. So sort of manufacturing the life that I want and that I want for my family as well. That's awesome. Do you feel like um, going out on your own and working for yourself is going to give you a sense of fulfillment and um, you feel like you're going to be inspiring your children more having that lifestyle as well? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, they're a bit young to understand now, but it really, I did it for myself, mm-hmm. but also they'll be able to see later on that, mum has created this and mm. and she's proud of it and confident. And I'd actually like to sort of unpack that a little bit because I know a lot of us, we will do something and we try not to do it for ourselves because we think we're doing it for our kids. But a lot of the times, and, and Lilu and I have actually had this conversation, it's like, you've got to do things for yourself. So you're not resentful and you're not feeling like you missed out on your dreams and all those things, because that as a byproduct is going to inspire everyone around you and your children. And who knows, maybe they're going to grow up to be creative entrepreneurs and they're probably going to pursue something because they're seeing that you did the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And I, thinking about it, my whole family and both like my side and my husband's side, everyone's entrepreneurs. You don't, we don't really like name ourselves that, but everyone's done that. And I think that's given me the... The confidence and permission. Yeah. To like, I want that sort of lifestyle. I want to do that. And... Yeah, the way that I feel about making, I can make the decisions in my business and I don't need to ask other people for permission or for, you know, approval. I can just do it. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, I know for next time not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit more, like when you went to quit your job, you're just like, okay, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go full-time wedding photography and dive into that. 
Were you pregnant at the time or did you just have a child or like, tell me that part of your life? So I went on maternity leave and I took a year. And then when I was due to go back, it had probably yeah, just over a year. And then I extended for another year. So I, I sort of had that backup, but I knew that it was never, other people would say, oh, that's a backup. You've just extended. And I'm like, no, it's not. I'm definitely not going back. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, I just kept extending two years and then got pregnant again. And <laughs> then they work followed up and said, are you coming back? I said, no. And so that I really only quit oh, um, yeah. officially in August, but in mentally I'd quit like two years ago, a long ages time ago. ago. And was it scary? Was it scary sort of at this time of your life to not only become a parent and learn all of that, but also become your own boss and learn all of that as well? Because there's so much to learn. No, it was, it was the perfect timing. It was the right decision. It was the right decision. I knew from the get go and, you know, if, and this is how I think about things. If things don't work out, you give it a go. And then I could always go get another job. I could always like just start again. It, it doesn't matter. So what you're telling me is the downside is not very down, but then the upside is infinite basically. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. So we're going to go through and talk about four different things actually that you've come forward and I guess hacks and tips for parents out there that want to be an amazing parent and also want to show up and serve their clients at the highest level. I think this is really important. And, and for us to say is like, I'm obviously not a parent and I'm not a professional in this in any regards. And I'm sure that you're not a professional either because, you know, this is the same thing. We're all learning and we're just sort of navigating, but I do know that you've been doing this. This is going to be your first full-time year that you're flat out with a parent of two children. So I know that you have so much to share that I know it's going to help a lot of people. So tell me, what is number one? So my number one hack tip is setting boundaries and This I really only thought about early this year when I guess I had a bit of overwhelm. My youngest, who now is five months, but it was, you know, early days, sleep deprivation, still (laughs) sleep deprived. And yeah, I needed to set my boundaries. And so as, as I go, I have written down more and more boundaries for myself. So Mm -hmm. for example, a job comes in, I don't think just about, okay, this is great. This is going to pay the bills. I think, is this, I have a checklist. Is this going to stress me out if I take it? Is this going to lead to more opportunities in my job? Like, or yeah, where I want to be heading is, am I going to be able to manage the post-production if I do take it on? And can I find childcare? You know, though, like I go through these things and, and then if it's all yes, 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 then I will accept the job and I'll keep adding to that as well. And then I have boundaries of my week. So now I, after a wedding on Saturdays, I back up my images, but I, I tell my couples, I am not, I provide my sneak peeks to you on Monday. So when I sit down at my desk, so they're not expecting it on the Sunday if it's a Saturday wedding. So that Sunday is my family day that I can back up my images, but know that I don't have to be sitting at my computer all day because I can also easily fall into work because I love it. I can do it. Of course, we all, yeah, it's hard to get away. Yeah, Yeah. I could do it any (laughs) time, like always. Um, So just giving myself, okay, I need to, and telling my family this is, Sundays is for backing up, but that's it. Monday, this is when I will 
yeah, yeah, provide the images. I want to ask, like, um, with these boundaries, the, what's the reason why you're creating them? Is it so you can be the best in your business and best serve your clients, or is it so you can be the best parent you can be and be there with your family? It's both. It's both, and and also, yeah, be the best in myself so that I'm not too stressed mm-hmm. and therefore not rushing through things. And yeah, I can. And so, if I'm a better person as in I've had more sleep, I'm not as stressed, I can then show up better for my family and then for my clients as well. That's awesome. And so I'm guessing that list of boundaries and learning to say no is probably getting longer and longer as you're sort of navigating and seeing, you know, what's what's working and what's not and what you need to take off your plate mm-hmm. and everything else. And finding that it's very empowering to say no. And I've sort of just discovered it because I've always been a yes, <laughs> yeah. a yes person, like a people please. Like, I wait wanna, a second, I can say no. Yeah, I want to please everyone and yes, I'm doing them a favour. And now I'm thinking, no, am I doing me a favour mm. or just them a favour? So It's got to work both ways, doesn't it? Like you need to work for people, absolutely, but we need to make sure that we fill up our cup first so then we can actually help the people around us. Exactly. Yeah, that's so good. Okay, so um, number one was boundaries and boundaries are so important. And it's important for all aspects of your life. Like if you're a creative entrepreneur and you're building a life that you love, it means you're going to have to have balance in all the aspects. So that's if you want to be an incredible parent, then absolutely. And if you want to be an incredible business owner and entrepreneur, and don't forget, if you let one of them lack, then the other one is going to suffer as well. So that's why it's incredibly important to make sure we look after all those aspects. So number two. So number two is niching down. Mm-hmm. And it that really does follow on from the boundaries that I set. So if there's an opportunity that comes around and I know that it's going to better my business and help me find my ideal clients, then so answering those boundaries, yep, then that has made me niche down even quicker rather than just saying yes to every job just because it's a job. It also means that when I go to a job, I, I am really excited about it. I would do it for free in a heartbeat. So and you've got like amazing, so basically you're saying you've like niche down. So you've got the clients that you love. Love. Yeah. Every, every wedding or every job I take, it fills my creativity cup. I'm like excited to be there, excited to work with these people, shoot the, these weddings that, you know, my couples have dreamed up. And when I get to a job and I'm like, oh, this doesn't quite you know, this is, this is nice, but I probably would rather be at home. Mm-hmm. That's when I know, okay, I didn't look at my checklist of boundaries and, mm. and I, you know, I'll that's, really need to good. consider that yeah. again later. So can you explain to me what niching down really looks like for you and how we can do that? So for me, it's whatever I, because I do fashion, fashion editorial and weddings, I find that for me, the niche that I'm heading towards are the couples or the projects that are really incorporate the fashion and those styling details. So my couples love that. The projects that hire me, they that's important to them to capture that fashion element. And it excites me when I get an inquiry about and they've taken inspiration from my fashion work. And so for me, that's niching towards that. And I think it's quite a I don't know if it's a trend right now, but people seem to be wanting the fashion element in their weddings as well as the Mm. heartfelt sentimental moments captured. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So like this helps when you are a parent because it sort of like allows you to say no to other jobs that you don't want to do and it allows you to sort of get into that flow of doing the work that you absolutely love and being clear on who you want to serve and the work you want to create. Has this got a lot to do with like so you can kind of maybe work a little bit less as well because that way um, you're not just chasing every dollar? Yeah, definitely. And it means that I can work with a certain clients and give them more time because I'm not just filling up my week, shooting all the time and then realizing, oh, I have no time to answer these emails or do the post-production work. Do you think niching down has given you like more confidence and more work or do you think it gives you less work? Definitely more work in the best way possible. Yeah. So then... Because I think a lot of people, they think if you niche down, you're just missing, you're leaving money on the table and you're just missing out. Yeah. But it makes it clear to the people inquiring with me what I do and what I offer. And then they're like, I want that. And if so, if they want that, then they'll inquire with me. Mm. And other people, yes, I, I get inquiries all the time, just, you know, wanting to know prices and packages and things. But when there's someone who... Well, they, they know what they are looking for. Which is perfect. It also makes it easier for marketing and advertising and messaging and getting that stuff out there. Because when we try and serve everybody, not only do we not serve everybody, we just don't serve ourselves. And then our, obviously our family life's going to suffer. We're going to suffer. And the more that you don't have clarity around what you're doing and who you're serving, the harder it's going to be to keep balance on all those things. So yeah. I love that niching down is actually one of your tips to becoming a better parent and entrepreneur at the same time. Yep. All right. Number three. So number three, again, only really empowered myself with this this year, but it's outsourcing. Mm -hmm. So I put a, an Instagram story. I think I was maybe just about to have my baby last year, but I said, how are other parents in general, not just people running their own business, but working nine to five, busy people, how are you doing it? And so many people said outsourcing. So outsourcing all areas of life. So, and, and giving permission that it's okay to do that. Mm -hmm. So I felt, oh, I'm, I've only been in business for two years. No, I'll outsource later because I'm, you know, when I get bigger or when I get busier, mm -hmm. but it was actually the best decision for me to do. So now I outsource the cleaner fortnightly. I wish she came weekly, but she comes fortnightly at the moment. <laughs> That's I, awesome have a virtual assistant who aunts, who does all my client That management. works with your business? That works with my business. I would like a personal assistant too, totally. but that will come, that will come <laughs> later. I have someone who helps me write blog posts. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that I love doing all aspects of my business, but of I course. just don't have the time now. Of and You'll fall out of love if it, all these aspects of your business were holding you back, you know, and it was on the back of your mind all the time. I need to write a blog post. I need to do this. I need to do that instead of outsourcing it and um, actually having it done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What else do I outsource? Editing sometimes mm -hmm. and also um, creating, perfecting my editing process and the, and the presets and things. So getting help on that. That's awesome. So I want to add in there too, you know, a lot of us, we talk about outsourcing, but I also want to talk about insourcing because we always say like, hey, can, how can we just outsource all the time? You can also insource and you can hire someone. It doesn't have to be full-time, can be part-time, can be casual. Um, however that looks, could be subcontracting. But um, getting a team together and people to help you is always an incredible thing to do. And 
I always believe in it. I do mostly insourcing instead of outsourcing because I think for me, it helps me create more opportunities and more of a family kind of atmosphere and vibe of when I'm working with just my friends. Like I feel like everyone I work with are just my friends, you know? So um, it's a different aspect. And I know a lot of creative entrepreneurs don't like to take that step because it's scary and you really do have to be confident in yourself, not only to pay your own wages, but to pay everyone else's wages. But um, it's also a great way because let's be honest, if your business can't really do anything without you, then it's probably not a business. You're just self-employed. And so there is a big difference between being self-employed and having a business. And a business will actually, you know, something, if you didn't show up today, something's still happening. And a lot of us, especially if we're like, you know, designers or wedding photographers or whatever we do, a lot of us, we still need to do the grunt work, which is actually shooting the wedding or designing the website or doing all those type of things. But a lot of things can still run without you. And a lot of it could be emails, it could be systems, it could be all those things. So yeah, I love that outsourcing was one of your main ones because truth be told, not many people outsource when they're in the second year of business. And just like you said, like you just may not feel confident and worthy or like your business is there yet and stuff. But I honestly believe like the quicker you condition yourself to let go, and realize that you're not the best in the world at every single thing and there's people that can help you, the quicker your business is really going to grow because it's going to allow you to have so much more time. And guess what? When we hire people, one super incredible tip that everyone needs to hear is you can hire people that are better than you, which means you'll learn a lot, you know? And I hear people all the time that are like, I want to get better at wedding photography. So they hire a second shooter that's better than them at wedding photography. And then they learn things of their second photographer. So now um, you can do the same with editing. You want to get better at editing. You could hire someone that's really good at editing and they can give you some tips and tricks and stuff. So don't be afraid to make sure that you're not always the smartest and most talented in the room and get yourself into that new room. So yeah, I love that one. Number four. So my number four tip is to ask for help. And I'm still getting better at this, but it's really, I think as, especially as a mum, I feel like I need to do everything and, but really letting myself give in a little and ask for help and rely on my village. You know, they talk about the village and in, in Western cultures, we all, we sort of put the super parents up on a pedestal and it's like, wow, you're amazing. You're doing it all yourself. You're so Mm. amazing. And we're up there being like, yeah, I'm doing (laughs) it all myself, but we shouldn't have to do it by ourselves. And it's, it's, it's okay to do it, Mm. you know, to ask other people for help and have your village around you and, even if the village that could be, I mean, I'm lucky I have my parents who live down the road from me and they often take care of our kids while I'm at a job or need care, but also relying on childcare and not feeling bad and guilty, which I'm still working on, but not feeling guilty that to use childcare as the village, Mm. you know, if you don't have family around, make them your village and let them help you And then you can have time for yourself, have time for your business and then be a better parent rather than just trying to do everything. So I I think it's allowing, giving yourself permission to, yeah, have that bit of space between things. Yeah, it's real interesting because like you said, we somehow, for some reason, celebrate doing things on our own and it can be very toxic, but also think about it in our business sense as well. Like for me, like it does take a village to run my businesses and 
Um, there's no way I could do anything that I do by myself. And a lot of people don't see that or they could even criticize saying like, oh, like, why does it take so many people? Now, for an example, like I'm a business coach. And when I tell people that I have a business coach for myself, they say, well, you mustn't be a good business coach then if you've got someone to help you. But I see it as like, well, really, I'm the one that needs help because I've got to help myself first before I can help others. It's like if you went to a psychologist or something, you don't need to be losing your mind before you go and work on yourself, you know. And so many of us in this culture, we think like we won't do any of those things. We won't ask for help. We won't upskill and up level until there's something that's broken because we don't want to look like we need help. And we want to make sure it looks like we're doing it on our own. And I think that's such a toxic way of looking at things. Yeah. And I think showing the reality that, you know, it it might look all peachy on the outside, but we're all crumbling on the inside, Mm. you know, sleep deprivation and whether it's a full-time job and not just parenting um, and running a business. But I think, yeah, having more, being more open about these things. So asking like the amount, when I asked about, you know, what do people outsource on Instagram, the messages being like, you need to, you know, you need to outsource and, and Mm. giving permission. I think it's, yeah, not just like, I'll do it on my own and I'm struggling on the inside, but I'm not (laughs) going to show it. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's, um, it's been a really good thing inside like our community, the business map as well. It's like so many people are sort of celebrating, getting help and taking back their life again. And so that's such a different way because often it's just like the celebrating of the hustle culture or like doing it on our own and taking all the credit ourselves. And it's like, why do we need to take the credit ourselves? Like, I think it takes more courage to get and ask for help and get a team of people and provide more opportunities and, you know, share the workload and do all those things and bring people uh, along on the journey, I think that should be more admired than just someone that's got everything on their shoulders and their collarbones are getting crushed <laughs> and they're not asking for help for no yeah, reason. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to ask you, like, what about like your partner as well? Like, do you get much support there? Yeah. Just how does that look with like you running your entrepreneur business and then um, and also being a parent? Yeah, I Definitely wouldn't have been able to build my business like I have if it wasn't for my husband. We have the setup of the week that my work day, one of my work days are is Saturday. Or if I've got a wedding, then he knows he looks after the kids then. And it's that open communication that mm. this is how my work week is and then also his work week. And he he flies. And so on Monday, Tuesday, I look after the kids with childcare and, um, and that's his time. And then, so it's that balance. Because that's a whole nother balance, isn't it? So we were talking about parenthood before, but then it's like, and then you have your relationships and then you have your physical health and your mental health and you have, um, your friendships and like all these different aspects of our life to come together to make it so we are performing at the highest level. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's that asking for help. It's having the support network around whether it is, you know, paying a nanny, childcare, your partner. Yeah. Really relying on that to help everything move along. Do you have a lot of friends as well that you can call in a a favor or is that don't really, the village hasn't gone that far yet? (laughs) We, we help each other mentally, Mm -hmm. physically. It's hard because we, everyone's starting their own families. So yeah, yeah you know, having, taking on other, it's like, you can go out for a date night while I look after your kid. It's mm-hmm. like, 
you know, it'll be a circus at home. <laughs> I did consider <laughs> yesterday taking on some sharing the babysitting duties, but yeah, it's more moral mentally that we're there for each other, yep. whether it's 2am in the middle of the night, like, you know, I understand how you feel. I am also up right now. I actually know there's a lot of parents in the business map as well. Do you like, um, find comfort in talking to other parents and like sharing ideas and then feeling like you're not alone and having a support network where you can actually just sort of release and, and talk about, I mean, maybe frustrations and, and wins and things like that with? I feel like we haven't really broken into that part of the of the group. Yeah. There's there's a lot of people who are parents, but I don't realize they're parents because people don't speak about their kids. And maybe I'm the same. Mm. People are like, I didn't even know you had kids. Totally. And... Sometimes we I keep like, everything so separate, don't we? Yeah. And it, we need to talk about it more. I, when I was pregnant, I was a little bit hesitant to talk about that I was pregnant or that I have kids with my couples because for one, when you're getting married, engaged, you are not thinking about kids. Because I, I know this, when I was getting married, I didn't want to think about kids. I'm not in that mind space. Totally. And so I wanted to keep that sort of hidden that and also I didn't want them to think, oh, you're about to have a baby. Does that mean you're going to be tired for my wedding? Mm. Are you going to be present? Are you going to be able to do your job well because you have a baby? So many questions. Yeah. And I think that's a limiting, like uh, so many people have been, all my couples actually have been so supportive and about having kids and not, yeah, that it was just a like something in me that was thinking I need to hide this because it's, yeah. you know, not professional, not seen as professional. But I definitely think there needs to be more conversation around having a business and being a parent and how mm. people are. How you navigate it? What yeah. tips did you just learn? Like what's a new resource? Who did you just outsource to? Exactly. You know, like what did you just outsource? Like there's so many questions all the time that need to come up. And yeah, it just makes me realize like we need to create more resources and open space for that kind of stuff as well. Yeah. And I think like I'm not an, an expert. It's what I'm I'm learning day by day, what's working for me, what isn't working for yeah. me. Like one thing I've been doing lately is I thought before, well, this is a few months ago, I was like, when when I have to do something, I need to be present with my family. So I will put it off until my work day, which might be Monday or Tuesday. But I, I realized that I had all these things banking up. And then by the time I got to Monday or Tuesday, I was overwhelmed. I didn't know where to start. Mm. Things would drop off. And so now I realize, and it might not work for everyone, but I have to action things as soon as they come in. So if it's an email and I can answer it now, then I will answer it if it takes me away from my children or partner for one minute just to answer, then at least I can put that off, off my plate and, you know, no, I don't have to go back to that on in my work week. And that's really helped me just keep on top of things. What about um, pre-planning? Like, do you do much pre-planning? Because, you know, like either writing lists on notes or using something like a, an app like Asana or like using Google Calendar or something like that. But do you do a lot of pre-planning so you know and keep track of the workload and where you're at? So I use, I love my lists. I love, mm -hmm. I have Asana to write down ideas and set up my work week, but I'm not very good at sticking to that at the moment. So I definitely totally. need to be better at that. I write lists monthly and weekly on tasks that I, and daily on tasks that I need to do. And I use, um, oh, this is a good tip. I use the Pomodoro technique, which is because I only have certain amount of time before I say I need to feed my baby or, you know, go pick up 
the other one from childcare. So I, the Pomodoro is four blocks of 20 or 25 minutes with five minute breaks in between. So I put on an alarm on my um, desktop. There's a, a Chrome extension and that will set the timer. And then when the 25 minutes or 20 minutes is up, then it, yeah, it tells me and I have a five minute break. That's and awesome. that means I can just compartmentalize my productivity, especially if it comes to editing and things where I can just sit there for hours and just, you know, keep going over the same image. It's like, I need to move on, need to do something else. And then, so that's, yeah, four sets of that. And then a long break, 20 minutes. And that will remind me I need to go make some lunch because I can work all day and not eat anything and just mm-hmm. have coffees. Yeah. So that really helps me with productivity and keeping my lists and sharing my lists with my VA as well. That's awesome. Okay, last question for you. Do you get time for yourself and do you spend time on yourself? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just that was an easy one. Uh, It's it's hard because time for myself is my business. That's Mm -hmm. my other baby and I love it. And I do know though that I need to spend... I need to have something else for myself, not just my work. So if like, if as, as, and my family, like if that, you know, crashes and burns my business, at (laughs) least I can, you know, still have other things to Mm -hmm. something else. So one of my goals this year is um, health and fitness. So to get back to yoga Mm -hmm. and. Yeah. That's spending time for like, you know, Yeah, which I I don't do. Yeah. And I need, it's just making, it's making the time Mm. and, and also, yeah, giving myself permission that everything's going to be okay at home. If I go for an hour and do a class and come back, it'll all still Mm. be okay. Um, Having that, yeah, having the mum guilt is one thing that I need to get over that. Like if I'm not there with my kids, then I just feel guilty. Yeah. Hey, I think like a lot of us, we can feel guilty, especially like not giving ourselves time or being obsessed over our business and, and making that our free time, like going on that. And I, and I definitely am guilty of that. And I, and I want to say it's like, you shouldn't be guilty. I feel guilty for that because that's just what we love. But I, I have had a few tips over the last 12 months from a few different friends. And one was like setting alarm five minutes earlier and then getting up five minutes earlier and then walking into the lounge room and actually like meditating for five minutes. And I think like a lot of the times we don't spend time on ourselves because we feel like we need to carve out an hour to go and exercise or something or go for a walk or listen to a podcast or whatever it is. But like, if you give yourself five minutes, um, sometimes that's all you need to recharge and then feel good and then get up and then charge on, on the day. So there's plenty of things that we can do, but um, definitely don't feel guilty about like your business is your life because that's, that's what being an obsessed entrepreneur looks like, you know, for most of us, 99% of us. Yeah. That's cool. So um, where can we find you? Where can we say hi on social media and everywhere else? Yep. So my Instagram handle is at Lele Clavy Photography. Uh, you can look at my website at www.leleclavy.com. I'm on Pinterest as well, Facebook, but don't do much there. Yeah. I <laughs> don't think anyone does anything there. <laughs> yeah. um, I'll link everything below in the show notes as well. I just want to say, Lele, thank you so much for coming in, dropping into the actual studio, talking about this stuff. And to all the listeners that enjoyed this episode, we're going to do more episodes around this as well. I'm going to bring on some other parent entrepreneurs that are right now in the trenches, making things work, finding out the best way to make things work. And um, I think you're going to really enjoy those. So thank you so much, Lele. Thanks, Jai, for having me.